0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of Tales from Planet Customer Experience. We're very glad to have you here today. My name is Brian Bruner, And
1: I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. We're very excited to have another guest today. It's someone Brian and I've known for a long time and we used to work with a few years ago. Uh, our friend Peta is with us today. Um, Peta and I were talking a few weeks ago, and she had an interesting experience to share. So I thought this would be a perfect fit for our podcast. And Peta gladly agreed to be a part of our podcast and tell her mm. her story. So welcome, Peta, and um, tell us your experience.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on. Uh, my story is really a story about an impulse purchase. Um, so when I had my first, uh, son, I decided to buy a jewelry to, um, kind of carry him with me all the time. So, um, I decided to buy a diamond earrings. He was a April baby and, uh, the same tradition followed with my second son. So he's a January baby. So I decided to buy a ring to add into my, um, engagement ring and my, uh, wedding band so that I can have a ring with his birthstone that I can wear all the time. Shortly after uh, his birth, I went to a jewelry store. And um, unfortunately for me, I didn't do any research. So it was really a ring pulse purchase. I just went to the mall and I stopped by and I said, well, um, I would like to buy a platinum ring with amethyst. Um, and I wanted to match my wedding band so that I can add it and wear it every day and reminds me of my son. Um, uh, they took the measurement of the ring. They took, uh, my wedding ring. Um, I explained to them the kind of stones that I want. Um, and I insisted that it be platinum because I would wear it every day. And they said, okay, no, no problem. So (laughs) they said it would take about a month. And I said, okay, I have plenty of time as long as I get what I want. So they said, okay, it would be a custom made ring. And they said, if you want it to fit perfectly to your engagement ring and to your wedding band, uh, it would be best to leave your engagement ring with us. And I said, it's okay. I would take my chances to have it, even if it's a little of a misfit. Uh, I didn't trust to leave away my engagement ring with a jeweler for a month um so when i picked up the ring (laughs) it really didn't look nothing like what i thought. and he started making excuses that well you didn't want to leave your engagement ring so we couldn't perfectly fit it to uh, be a part of uh your wedding band and your engagement ring so so i said okay i understand that um so now it just looks weird because there's just two baguettes and an empty space in between, so it doesn't fit my engagement ring. So I said, okay, so can you just put then a diamond ring in the middle instead of a hole so then I can wear it on my other hand instead of having it as a initially taught on my, uh, with my wedding ring. So he said, okay, that was uh, additional $375.00. Dollars that I had to pay to add a small diamond baguette to the ring. <laughs> oh so by now, the purchase was $1,900, and it wasn't even what I wanted. But I said, okay, maybe I should take some responsibility. I didn't want to leave my wedding uh, engagement ring with them, so I understand it might not be a perfect fit. So I picked up the ring with the added diamond, and then a month after that, the amethyst chipped. On the baguette. Oh, no. So I had to go back and give him the ring. It's still within warranty. So that happened three times. What? The amethyst kept chipping from the ring. And he's, like, making all this excuse and telling me that I'm wearing the ring wrong. And I said, well, (laughs) how can that be? I told you I'm going to wear this ring every day when I first purchase it. I have... Exactly the same ring. My, my wedding ring is the same style. Everything is exactly the same. I've never had an issue with that ring. And he said, well, you know, um, amethyst is a softer um, stone than diamond. Everybody knows that. So that's why it's chipping. And I said, well, if everybody knows that, why didn't you tell me that when I initially <laughs> wanted to buy the ring?
1: And you understood the <laughs> requirements that I want to wear it as an everyday ring.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. And they so, didn't say anything like this might not be a good idea, Peta, because this kind of stone not fit for this. They didn't say any of that.
2: No. So then we decided to change it to a garment, which is another birthstone associated with my son. So I said, okay, let's try garment. Well, the same thing happened. The garment chipped twice. Oh so God, I mean, so... mind you, you go back, you give them the ring, then you wait a, a few weeks to get it back. Then you wear it a little longer, and then it chips again. So this 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 is like going on on a year already, <laughs> and my wow. frustration is growing by the day. And you know, this was an impulse purchase, but it's you know still nineteen hundred dollars that I spent on a ring that it's not even what I wanted.
1: So at this point, you've replaced the uh, stones on the ring uh, completely from amethyst to this new stone, right? So everything's replaced,
2: and it still keeps breaking.
1: Same, same exact issue.
2: Same exact issue on on the same side of the baguette. It keeps breaking. So at this point, he's like accusing me of not wearing the ring correctly, which is like I don't even know how you would wear a ring correctly. (laughs) I wear my engagement ring and my wedding band every day correctly, apparently. (laughs) That's
0: my favorite comment so far, (laughs) that you're wearing your ring incorrectly. Accuse
1: your customers. Good idea. You're not wearing this properly.
2: (laughs) So then we go back and he's like, well, this is not working. And I said, yes, you're very, very correct about that statement. This is not working. So we decided to switch it to a totally different uh, ring design that's already made. So I was like, okay, well, maybe if it's not custom made, this would work because maybe their custom drawer is not very good. Um, so I switched it to a, a very simple, um, it, it wasn't platinum. It was just like a white gold ring, which is like probably like at least three times less the cost of what I paid. But at that point I was like ex- exhausted. And I just didn't want to deal with that person anymore. So I was like, I'll just get something. It still symbolizes my son. So I'll wear that ring. Well, that ring had to be resized. So when I got it, a month after I wore that ring, because it had to be resized, it broke on the bottom. So it wasn't the stone this time, but um, where they connected the ring on the bottom.
0: You don't have to be kidding me.
1: What no. kind of jewels? <laughs> like this Holy is way God. too many issues for one place.
2: So, so at that point, I haven't even like gone to replace it or anything because I'm like emotionally and physically exhausted of dealing with this person. So now this is like my reminder of never making an impulse purchases anymore ever <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Wait, um, you don't have because...
1: a working ring right now.
2: Uh, But but the thing is, like, I opened the review after I started having all these issues with the ring and I read the negative reviews and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that's why I should just do a simple research before making an important purchase because he had all these reviews of how um he tricked customers into buying something and not taking the responsibility there was like a story about a guy that went in to replace his uh battery on his watch and he had a expensive watch um and they didn't replace it correctly and it was a waterproof watch as a result his watch broke and they wouldn't take any uh, responsibility for the error that they made and i was like well Honestly, that sounds exactly like the (laughs) experience I had with that guy. (laughs) Um, So, yes, Um, overall, it was just... uh, very unpleasant and I, it, it really probably was uh, a good thing for my husband because I said from now on I'm just not buying fine <laughs> fine jewelry anymore. <laughs> so from now on I'm going to just stick to fashion jewelry.
0: <laughs>
2: this just uh, <laughs> deter me from buying any expensive jewelries in the future.
0: <laughs> wow. And, this, and you said this out, was yeah. just a this was just a jeweler in the mall like it's not like yeah
2: it was uh, the international some... diamond uh company in Schomburg mall i mean i mean really? i've seen them there for years because i yeah. shop there once in a while so i was like well you know it, it's not like one of those stands. it they have like a store right. so yeah. i i figure it would be more reputable but um i i was wrong unfortunately
1: <laughs>
0: You know, that, that's really interesting because I, I agree. Like if I were to go, um, you know, if I were looking for a jeweler or something and I go to the mall and I would see one of these recognizable names, you know, that there's a million of them in probably every mall, every, all over the United States and you would, I would assume like you did that, Hey, well, this has got to be a good experience. Right. But it, I guess it's not just about the name. It's about the, the person and the service that they're giving you as well. That, uh, obviously made a bigger impact.
2: Well, this was not, um, you know, a a recognizable brand. I I do think it's a family-owned. I don't think they have chains of stores. It's International (laughs) Diamond Company. So it's not like K-Jewers or Rogers, any of those that are corporate and have, like, different branches. Okay, all
0: right.
2: But, uh, yes, so that's why I blame myself for this experience because I should have done (laughs) more. Research, I think people would probably have a better experience going with uh, some of the chains. At least there's like uh, more accountability, I would think, if it's a corporately owned store.
0: Yeah, you know, that's interesting though, because I think sometimes, <clears throat> despite what I just said, sometimes I would also think that, you know, when you find something who's not one of the chains, you might think, oh, maybe I'll get better service. In fact, I'll give you, it's interesting that you bring this up because <laughs> I recently, um, had discovered that my wedding ring was, was getting too tight. Um, I wish that I could say it was because my ring was shrinking, but it's probably because (laughs) I put on some weight. Um, Anyway. And, and so I was to the point where I couldn't get it off. And so I had to go and get it cut off. And I went to one of these national jewelers. I can't remember which one it was, but you know, the ones with the, with the, the chain or whatever. And they refused to do it. First of all, now maybe they've got some liability issues or whatever. And so I did go to just a local uh, shop and they were like, yeah, yeah, absolutely we could do it. And so they, you know, helped me, they had to actually cut it off. Um, But I was, you know, it's interesting because uh, I had to wait a little while to get it before I get it resized. I haven't got it resized yet, but when I do get it resized, because the, the one company that's, you know, the national company, the chain company said, oh yeah, yeah, we can't, take it off for you, but once you get it off, if you want to bring it back, we'll resize it for you. Like, oh, forget that. I'll go to the folks that actually <laughs> help me out, right? So it, it's, it, I guess it's just hard to know, but like you said, maybe had you read the reviews, it would have tipped you off um, that, that there was something going on there. <laughs> oh,
2: well, my yeah. Been, uh, we yourself, honestly-
1: Right, for not doing your research and you take responsibility I for do. What you could have done better. But to me, this is yet another story in which, you know, bad customer experience turns off a customer for a life, right? We talk about this so many times, so many stories. And I think there's still so many businesses out there that, for whatever reason, don't see the, you know, the impact that that has on lifetime customer value and losing customers over whatever it is, little petty details whether it's the quality of the work or the service that's provided or all of it combined that now peta is never going to go into that store again
0: yeah well and, yes and, and again, and, uh, i'm sorry you go ahead, Pet. Go ahead.
2: no i was going to say that uh you know we do believe in supporting um you know smaller businesses uh my yeah. uh, engagement ring was purchased from um a jewelry shop in chicago family owned uh, the wedding, nice. wedding ring um i i bought my uh, Earrings after my f- first son was born from a local jewelry store in Parkridge Ridge, um, so I, it, my uh, I'm, I'm not going to like I, I seriously haven't really purchased a jewelry at least recently from uh, a chain. <laughs> So I, I always try to support local juries, uh, yeah. jurors. But uh, with this experience, I would like really think twice where I'm going. Uh, like the reason why I went there, it was really for convenience because I was in the area and mm. it was just an impulse purchase. Impulse buy. Yeah. But I would, <laughs> uh, I would like uh, not do that in the future, <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
1: But it's clearly because of the experience, right? It's not because you don't want to support local businesses or whatever. It's because Mm -hmm. that experience was so unpleasant. And I love what you said, right? I was emotionally and physically exhausted from this experience by the time it was done. So it really was the toll that it had on your whole... It put a really a very negative taste in your mouth. Yes,
2: I, I still have to like fix that little small ring that's not like wor- it's worth fr- fraction of the price. But I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to go to a local drawer that I've used before uh, and just get it done. <laughs> because the thought of going back and dealing with that person is just unbearable. I'd rather just like dr- drink cold water and that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, just be like, okay, well, sunk cost, moving on. <laughs> yes, I you would
0: think that <laughs> the, the the um the you know it's, it's I mean you you're sort of blaming yourself for not doing research or whatever, and I, I guess perhaps there's some truth to that, but but I mean the, two things that are just key basic customer experience um, uh, principles, right? Don't blame, don't blame your customer, um, especially for something like – I mean, it's one thing if you were talking about, I don't know, some sort of expensive equipment and you were using it wrong or something. Okay, fine. You know, Maybe you can – in a nice way, you can help the customer see that they need to change that. But you're wearing a ring like I've never heard that before that you're wearing it wrong. And then, of course, the other is that to exhaust your – I mean – the one thing you never want your customers to say about their experience with you is that it's exhausting, right? Like uplifting, fast, easy, whatever, you know, but exhausting is just, it's so far from, from where you want it to be. And, and uh, you know, to have to have gone back so often uh, is just, I mean, it's just inexcusable. There's just, there's no excuse for it. So that's so frustrating. Yes. It, it,
2: it was less than perfect.
0: <laughs> That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> it's a very nice way to
1: summarize. it.
0: Well, very good. Um, Penta, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this story with us. Any, uh, any uh, last words you want to share with us before we close?
2: Well, tips before you buy so- your wife some nice jewelry. Do some research.
0: <laughs> Do your research, huh?
2: <laughs> Do your research, <laughs>
0: Uh, that's very true. Very true. <laughs> Thank
2: you for having me on, and good luck on your
0: podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on here, Diliana, Anything else you want to add before we close?
1: Great advice, Peta. I love it, and always great connecting with you. Thanks for being a guest and sharing the story. As always, um, something to learn from every experience, and
0: we appreciate it. Agreed. You're very Agreed. welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again, Petra, for coming on. And uh, we are um, really enjoying doing this, uh, this podcast. Uh, we'd love to have you subscribe uh, to the podcast. And, uh, and of course, as always, if you have an experience you'd like to share, and come on or, or, or send it in to us, uh, planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. And uh, we wish you a wonderful week and greetings from Planet Customer Experience.